morning, good evening, good afternoon, hello whenever you are listening. So today is going to be episode number four of the Reaching Your Peak podcast and today is just a solo episode with myself. And what today's episode is going to be all about is going to be about stress. So for me, stress is a massive, massive thing that affects all areas of our life and can also be caused by all areas of our life as well. And it's a big, big thing we hear all about today. Oh, I'm really stressed and stress levels and how to combat stress levels. What's causing you stress? Everything stress, 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 stress. And what I, I suppose, want to get out of today is, I suppose, understanding more about stress, maybe how it's caused in your life, um, which will be individual to each person. And again, simple ways that maybe you can help reduce stress levels or help be more aware of what may be causing stress in your life. So starting off with, I suppose, stress, like I was saying there, it's very specific to each and every individual. Like some people maybe cause stress with work, some people maybe with um, nutrition, some people maybe their own mindset, their own thoughts. It, it's a very, very relative term. But just to start off with what I want to talk about is perception and stress. So like I said there at the start, like we're in a world these days where all we talk about is how stressed I am and a stressful day at work or everything in, in there is so stressful, uh, the stressful journey. And it's a lot of what happened is there is our perception on what is actually going on in our life. And if you notice like these days, People are working longer hours and um, we have more jobs to do. People are constantly on the go, on the go all the time. And we're not actually giving ourselves proper time to just sit there and do nothing. Like if you even think about it, you go into a coffee shop nowadays, you go in there and you rarely see one person sitting there and just literally watching the world go by. Like it is rare. And some of us actually think, Jesus, what's wrong with your man? Look, he's looking out the window. Or even going out for a simple walk and having no headphones in, no distractions, just completely on your own and just zoning out. We never do that these days. And we're always looking for something to keep our minds active, whether, again, that's true on social media, watching TV. And we never actually give ourselves that time to just completely switch off. And I think that's a big thing that can cause stress. Because if you're, if you think of it like... Like your body, if you're constantly pushing your body the whole time, constantly training, constantly getting up in the morning, really, really early training, then going for another session that day, then another session later that evening, you don't give your body the proper nutrition to recover, the proper rest time after that, you know yourself your body's going to break. So what difference is your mind going to be? It's the exact same. Your mind is actually a muscle. So unless we're given the appropriate time for it to completely switch off detoxify from the world we're not given that active rest in what in what it needs and i find that a lot with myself from before like there's times where i've just been completely burnt out where that's through work where that's through situations going on in life whatever always happened with me at the time and i remember one holiday was about was last year or the year before um but I remember just come feeling completely overwhelmed and completely burnt out. And I remember I was actually nervous and worried about going away on the holidays because like, geez, what if I go away? What will happen with clients? I'll have no business to come back to. And we just build up all these thoughts in our head. We're actually nearly afraid sometimes to switch off. 
But what I've noticed and what I've learned from over the years now is that when I actually take time to completely switch off from the world, no phone, no laptop, no social media, just get out of whatever environment in and just switch off the energy, the clarity and the, the just complete, I suppose, transformation I get when I come back. It's, it's insane. Like for me, holidays are a massive thing. I remember going away there to Lake Garda this summer again I was feeling a little bit lost to be honest on what direction I was I suppose going with the business and going with life at the moment um and just getting away from work for the week getting away from interactions getting away from everything just gave me such clarity confidence and reassurance in what I was doing and that I was going in the right direction I remember coming straight back full of energy full of creativeness and especially at work it's a big thing like don't get me wrong I love my job I absolutely love my clients I'm so grateful for the job I get to do and how I get to help people change their lives but like anything the more we spend in that unless we don't give ourselves that enough time that enough recovery that enough switch off moments you can kind of I suppose lose that spark and that drive and that power you wake up each and every day it happens everyone like just because I work in the health and fitness industry doesn't mean I'm perfect either of course I'm nowhere near it um but when I do get out of that environment for even a week or so that what I get back when I'm coming and giving in with my clients there and giving in even the conversations with people it's so much more energy in it there's so much more clarity there's so much more confidence coming from there it's it's just something we need to do so so much and i think that's a massive thing with stress it is giving yourself that time to switch off so simple things with that can be when we come home in the evening rather than switching on the tv straight away well why don't you put on a podcast why don't you get out for a walk walk the dog if you have one why don't you do a quick 10-15 minute meditation or spend some actual time and cook a proper good meal rather than getting something rushed and thrown in the oven. Like giving yourself that time to switch off and not let have your mind constantly thinking, constantly on the go is so, so powerful for how you look and how you feel. And that's a massive thing I suppose I want to talk about there. And I suppose on that point as well, like I said at the start, is perception. Perception is a massive, massive thing what I think with stress and again I'm not perfect on this either but one thing like I was saying we always feel oh, I'm so super stressed I'm so stressed and we like we repeat this in our heads over and over whereas if we reflip let's say what could be causing stress will it'll actually allow us to bring our stress levels right down so for example if I was like Jesus oh such a stressful journey stuck in traffic was delayed for ages stuck behind it wasn't moving and saying that to yourself is creating that stress whereas if you're in this traffic you're in that situation you've got to realize okay i'm stuck in traffic if i start giving out if i start complaining is that going to move the traffic any quicker no is there anything i can do about it no so what can i do about it well you can just sit back relax turn up the radio sing to yourself if you're a half decent singer if not sure go for it anyway as long as no one's beside you you'll be all right um but it's just having that perception in these moments and these times where you're building up to yourself oh, i'm super stressed again with work oh there's so much stuff going on with work it's so busy i'm working overtime it's it's madness 
okay, but have you got a job that pays your bills? Yes. Okay, so when there's more going on in work, it probably means you've more hours to work. Yes. Is it going to be like that for the whole entire time you're in that job? Probably not. And what's the benefit of working that overtime? Well, I suppose I get to make a little bit more money. And if you're running your own business, um, the company gets to progress and move forward. And if you're not running your own business, the company you're in gets to progress and move forward as well. So that could be mean more advantages for you as well. It could be mean a pay rise, could mean a higher um, role in the industry, whatever it is at all. Like We have to flip these perceptions and these, I suppose outcomes we make up in our own head when we get into these situations because it is so so important um and it is again at the end of the day down to us to flip that in reverse because every situation in life is either it's going to give you a positive or negative with anything and the more we focus on the negative the more we create negative outcomes for both our life our body our thoughts everything and of course, within negative situations, and not just say you can be this person who's super happy, takes a positive out of everything. No, of course you're going to take negative. There's going to be shit that comes up in your life that's really going to knock you back. And there is going to be times where you do have to, I suppose, ab- not absorb the negative, but take it in. But when you do take it in, we've got to use that long term as some type of positive because... If we don't, what options are we left with? We can keep focus on the negative, which is just going to bring us further and further down the hole. Whereas we can stay where we are in that hole, not go deeper or go any further and try use that negative as that positive to drive us forward. Again, from the last podcast, which is one man who's done it already, you can see it from Keith. Massive, massive stuff has gone on in his life. And if you look at what he does and what he channels that en- energy through now to create more money for people in charities to do these events again to raise money and awareness it's it's the thoughts and actions that you take is the most positive in them situations um so that's i think a big massive thing with stress there as well another big thing which i suppose we hear a lot about is nutrition so nutrition plays an massive massive role like i always say to all my clients or anyone who i meet or anyone who i'm chatting to you've got to think of your body as like a a car and an engine and a car so if you want top end car and you want that car performing at its best you're not probably going to go and put the cheapest diesel in it or the cheapest oil into it to get it serviced and on that you're not probably going to bring it to the cheapest mechanic who does may not even be qualified and just gets the job done quicker and for cheaper you got to think of your body is the exact same like what we put into that is what we will get out of it so if we're putting in processed based food if we're not looking after our bodies with the right nutrition the right nutrients um eating at the right time no eating at the right times of day doesn't matter but keeping our blood sugar stable as well as a massive one throughout the day to create constant energy flows as well it is going to have a massive effect on how we think and how we perform throughout that day. Because with blood sugars there, for example, yes, maybe your blood sugars rising higher or lower may not have a direct correlation on your mental health. But if that causes the blood sugar dropping, for example, 
will cause a reduction in energy. That reduction in energy could cause us not to train that day. The outcome of that may be then that we feel guilty, we feel bad, we feel don't get the positive obviously outcomes of exercising and training. And that's why looking after all these things, it's it's like a chain effect. If one goes, they all go. So that's why it's so, so important to be watching with the right nutrition. And a big thing with nutrition as we can see from research these days, is gut. So the gut, um, the gut has a massive, massive role we're now seeing through research with mental health. And the reason being is that your brain and your gut are essentially connected to one another. So if your gut is not performing at an optimal level, it hasn't got the right bacteria in there, um, it's not being provided with the right bacteria in there, it's going to have a massive effect um, on your overall mental health and it's showing massive correlations with that now at the moment so that's why looking after your nutrition and looking after your gut health is going to have a massive massive effect so what we need to be doing in terms of looking after our gut is looking to be getting more probiotic and prebiotic foods in so your next question might be what the hell is that so prebiotic foods so basically prebiotics um what they are, it's a, it's a dietary fiber. So it's fiber that basically fertilizes the good bacteria in our gut. And probiotics are the live bacteria that are present in food and will give us, obviously, that good bacteria we need in our gut. So what I say to people, again, imagine it like um, a cow in the grass. We need a cow there, obviously, which would be our, pre, um, our probiotics, sorry. And then we need the grass there to keep that cow alive, to keep it moving, um, to keep it living, and which is going to be our prebiotics. So we need to be looking at more foods like that to get it in. Um, and that's such a massive, massive thing we see these days. Because if we're eating processed-based food, if we're not getting the right fit, vitamins in, the right um, vegetables in, it's going to have, again, a massive effect, not just obviously on your overall body shape. It's going to have an effect on your gut. And if that gut is not performing optimally, there's going to be mental health um, effects to that. And we can see that if you look up any research papers now, you'll find that straight away. And one thing on that as well, it just comes back to that same thing again. Our body is like a car. We need to be serving that, servicing that body when it needs to be serviced, we need to be looking after it. We need to be watching what we put into it and need to be putting good quality stuff into it. If we want that to be performing optimally, again, it's the same scenario. If you buy a cheap car, you're automatically your expectation on that car is very, very low. You're expecting to break down straight away and not get you very far. You're probably fearful if you have a long journey ahead of you. Whereas if you have a good car, you've paid the money for it, you've splashed a bit of dosh, um, you've went for a newer car your expectation is automatically a lot lot higher and you perceive you're going to get way more out of it it's not going to break down it's going to get you to wherever you want to get to and you're a lot more reliant on it so it's the exact same with food putting processed based food in putting food that is not optimal for health is going to have the exact same effects in that sense. So that's why it's so, so important to be eating good, clean, whole foods, non-processed-based foods, 
And again, looking after our gut health because our gut health is so, so important. Massive links we're seeing, especially with anxiety these days, is linked to gut health as well. You got to remember the brain, the gut, it's a two-way system that are intertwined with each other. If one is affected, the other will be affected. And again, your gut health is showing massive thing, massive correlations as well to do with inflammation. So if the gut health isn't performing optimally, we can see a lot of that is actually linked to IBS, so irritable bowel syndrome. So that's why it is so, so important to be looking after the food that we eat, not just how we look, because you can look great on the surface, but if we don't feel it on the inside, it is going to have a massive detriment to not just, again, how you look, but how you feel and how you live your life. And the decisions and actions you decide to take within your own life as well. The next point I want to touch on in relation to stress and how we can help combat one. It is a very straightforward one we all know, but we all don't practice or preach it, which is exercise. Exercise is one of the best drugs you can get on the market. Costs you nothing and it has no side effects whatsoever. Because a lot of the time we're seeing now is... True, now I'm not slating any doctors at all, not every doctor is like this, just from working with people I have found this may have been a result of going to see a doctor, but what we have seen in some cases again is that we come with a problem, we perceive with a problem and we're not looking at the overall picture here. So all we're given is medication to sort this problem out, like okay, here's your problem, here's what I can sort it out. And it's, it's a fucking money market, excuse my French, but it is like a big problem, again, especially with stress and anxiety, like going to the doctor and getting some medication to cure that is not going to cure because you, you're going to get to a certain point. What happens when that medication runs out? What happens when that medication isn't strong enough for you anymore? You've got to get the next dosage. And all these medications have massive side effects to this. Like years and years and years ago, we never had medication to combat stress or fix anxiety or any of these things at all. What did we have? We probably had communication with people, which is a massive one, which is broken these days. Exercise, looking after ourselves, like I'm speaking about here. And it's it's trying to find that more. It is a holistic approach, yes, but it is an approach that is real and realistic because Looking at like medication as your drug and as your getaway out is not going to cure you. Exercise is the most powerful thing you can use. And when I say exercise, yes, I work with clients in a gym. It doesn't mean you have to go to a gym. And exercise can be anything for you. It can be as simple as going for a walk. It can be as simple as going for a swim. It can be whatever you like and enjoy. Because it's number one, not number one question I get asked, but I get asked quite a lot. What's the best exercise to do? Or what exercise should I be doing every week? It's what do you enjoy? That's my first answer to everyone. Because if I say, oh, this is what you should do, if you hate that, that's not the best thing to do. And that's why using exercise is so, so, so important to help combat stress. We know when we exercise, we get this infinite um, release of dopamine rush through the body. And it's going to produce our happy hormones. So it's going to allow us to feel happier automatically after we train. 
So what's the other side effects of exercise? Well, we're going to be in better shape. How's that going to make you feel? Well, it's going to make you feel more confident. It's going to give you a higher self-worth about yourself. It's going to allow you to have better relationships with people if you're more outgoing, if you're more confident, allow you to progress better in your job. Again, because of how you look, how you feel, both mentally and physically. It has so much benefits to exercise, not just about, again, how we look. I keep trying to drill this point in. It's about the overall picture and what that will do for us. And that's why, for me, use an exercise as your way to combat stress, to combat anxiety or combat stuff going on in your life is going to give you such a better quality of life. Because even if it is, let's say, for example, a, a relationship problem you may be having um, or any other problem that may be going on in your life, using, again, going to a doctor to get certain medication to combat that is only going to get you so far. And that's why, for me, using exercise to help, I suppose, get you out of that environment you may be in at the moment. And it may help you actually become more creative about how to solve that problem that may be causing you stress. Because if you're staying in that environment and you're constantly thinking, right, how can I help myself sort this out? Getting exercise and getting out, getting out in that environment and giving yourself that one to two hours, whatever it is, is going to allow your mind to actually become more creative and come up with ideas that maybe help you to get out of that situation. Again, like I said, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a family thing, whether it's a work or whether you're just lost, exercise is the most important thing. Like for me working with clients, I've had clients that have left their jobs, left relationships. And it's not from me saying, this is what you need to do. It's actually just from me giving them that space, giving them that time, giving them that confidence and allowing them to think, I suppose, more of themselves and higher, have a higher self-worth about themselves and not settling for what they think they should do or what they think others um, believe they should do. It's allowing them to have that action, to make that decision to allow them to have a better quality of life. And that's why using exercise is so, so important to use that as your free drug. Because like I said, it's a free drug. It has no side effects and it is the best drug you will ever use in your entire life. Another point I wanted to touch on, I suppose, there as well, going off the exercise there, kind of mentioned it a little bit, um, is environment. And it is a massive, massive thing. Like, I suppose for me, from a non-stress point, but from... I suppose a standpoint of me wanting to become a better version of myself I've done it since day one since I started up the business for me being inside a high energy environment people who are more ambitious they want more from themselves they want to help people they want to better people the more time I'm in and spending with these people like put it one and one together it's going to bring me up it's going to make me a better person as well and that's why for me you have to be so so important who is in your environment who are you surrounding yourself with who is taking up the most amount of your time and if that person is someone who is not helping you not allowing you to become a better person get closer to you want to be be more positive be more creative you've got to address that issue like a good quote that I've read before is when a flower doesn't bloom, you fix the environment in which it grows, not the flower. And this is a very true saying to 
to where we are at it, it's not always the case and always the way because sometimes we can't just change environment whether that's family whether that's work or whatever but what we can do when we are in that environment we are in that situation we can be a lot more mindful like you can know that right i've got to spend time with this person because it may be my work colleague or whatever but there's one thing i can definitely do i can either allow them to drain my energy take on my energy and i can bring that home with me after i finish my day of work or whatever it is or I can be more alert and be more mindful when I am present with that person. Because if you aren't and if you're allowed these people to overcome and overtake you, it is going to get to a point where you have a certain thing you want to do or be a certain person you want to be. And the more you allow these people or these thoughts of other people or these opinions of other people take over you it's going to allow you to not go forwards but just either stay stagnant or even go backwards and like i said there with the flower quote a big thing is changing the environment so in a lot of cases we can change environment because we have every right to control who we spend our time with and because it's our life it's no one else's no one else runs it for you Yes, you may have family members that are very close to you. Yes, you may have a partner or whatever, but it's still your time. It's still your decision at the end of each and every day. So you can decide who you spend most of your time with, whether that's with friends, um, certain work colleagues or whatever. And if that environment is not charging you up, you've got to address that issue. Like, like I said, a massive thing for me was going abroad to these places or doing these um, courses like I've done probably about four to five courses at this stage with people who are either business owners, personal trainers, nutritionists, psychologists, or general people who just want to be better versions of themselves, whether that's for, again, their business, for themselves, um, or just to be even a better parent at the end of the day. And when you're in this environment, it's it's incredible what it can just do for you as a person. It can allow you to open up your eyes like one simple word or one simple sentence from a person in that environment about maybe what they've experienced and what they've went through that you're struggling with right now will allow you to progress and allow you to move forward and learn from their mistakes and not yours. Or it allow you to just get energy from that environment. Like when you're in these spaces, it's like plugging in and charging your phone at night. It charges you up and when you wake up the next day you feel fresh and you feel energized and you feel ready to go and, and tackle on the world. Um, whereas if you're not, you are spending environments with toxic people, people who are negative, like people who are just the first five things to say to you are negative things either about the, the weather, which us Irish people love, Jesus, shocking weather, um, or again just whether what's going on in their life how bad their journey was to get to talk to you right now like automatically it's bringing the energy of the place down um like one thing when i always do talks is what i like to do straight away is try and recreate and completely change the energy in the room because when you come into these places i suppose like talks you can be in a very nervous and anxious and maybe a negative state from things that's going on in your life because Let's be honest, if nine, eight to nine times out of ten, if you're working with someone like myself, you're probably unhappy with something. So that could be causing you to feel a little bit negative. Whereas if I 
get you having a little bit of fun, breaking the ice, having a bit of crack, it's going to allow you to feel much, much more positive because everyone in that environment now is feeling the exact same and you're all recharging yourselves, just brushing off each other. And that's why it is so, so important to be watching who you're spending your time with. And on that case of environment of watching or spending your time with is social media. Because again, if you're following people who are putting up these stupid snaps of them complaining again about things, them that's get things that are getting on your nerves, things that are annoying you. Again, it's only wasting your energy. Like that person, yes, if you click on follow, they're probably going to say some oh what a whatever for unfollowing me. But realistically, is that going to make much of a difference? If you walk by this person on the street, would you even say hello? Or would you keep your head down and just walk past them? Like you've got to be so mindful when you are on social media of who you're following, who you're engaging with and whose content you're constantly looking at. Because if you're looking at people who's not charging you up, who's either not inspiring you, not motivating you, not teaching you new things or whatever it is at all, it doesn't mean you just go follow all these motivational speakers. Don't. Obviously, you need to find balance and fine line because if you're constantly looking at this, you might become overwhelmed. But what we have to do is find the real fine line of looking for these things, be mindful of who we're engaged with. Because again, if you are looking at people, they're putting up photos of them saying, oh, I feel so fat. And you, Laura, looking at them, you're thinking, Jesus, they're in incredible shape. And look at me. Then you're becoming stressed. You're becoming overwhelmed. You're thinking, Jesus, they look like that. And everyone else might think what they look like. Imagine what people are saying about me. You'll, you'll create all these ridiculous thoughts, ridiculous um ideas i suppose up in your head and it'll just become your stress levels will come up your anxiety is going to come up and you're just going to feel completely shit about yourself so that's why it's so so important especially some of these influencers these days are, are so known for it, notorious for pun up photos that maybe they were in incredible shape about six or eight months ago um and they're just putting them up all the time and making this life what it looks like an instagram a reality when in the background it's probably completely different because if they're still putting up all these photos from before where they were and not where they are now they're insecure and they're not happy or content where they're at in their life and they're just trying to channel social media as a way to look like they are so you've got to be so mindful about who you're engaging with real people is going to give you real life so that's why you really watch who you're engaging with, who you're unfollowing with and who you're listening to. Because I've done it in the past myself. I've had previous mentors that before I went in, I thought this is what I wanted. And when I was with, listening to these people, engaged with these people, not even people, but when I was engaging in with this, I thought that's what I wanted at the time. And then I looked up to that person like, that was the God that just because they said it this the way it had to be done. And just because they think this way, I have to think this way because they live their life this way. I have to live my life that way. You don't. You're your own person. You are your own product. So you get to create who that person is, who that person engages with, how that person lives their life and how that person thinks each and every day. And that is completely and entirely up to you. Not anyone else. Not anyone else's opinions, not what anyone else is doing. It's all about you. So a uh, bit of a rant gone off there, but look, it wouldn't be me if I wasn't ranting on. 
But um, on the, I suppose another point I would just want to touch on is sleep quality. So sleep quality is so, so important for for stress and for recovery of our own body um, and our own mind as well. Like sleep is the one entire time during the whole day where you have no other option but to completely switch off everything between your muscles, joints, organs, um, your own head. It's so, so important. And people sleep just be all over the shop these days. We're not getting a proper deep sleep. We're not having a proper switch off before we go to bed. We're not getting enough hours of sleep. Like I've been the victim of that myself, not getting enough hours in the day, mainly because of work late at night with clients up early in the mornings. But for me, like I noticed that I was constantly working, constantly putting other people first before myself, which I suppose I had to at the very start running my own business. But it came to a point where I realized if I keep this up, I know I'm going to burn out. If I burn out, what good am I to anyone? You can say, oh, I, but it's, it's the work or I have to get the kids ready for school or I have to do this, I have to do that. You don't because what you have to actually do is look after yourself because you are no good to anyone if you are not optimally living and feeling your, yourself. Like I always give the analogy, uh, I think I can't remember someone else used as well, Evan robs stuff from everyone, but uh, I love using the al- analogy that when the plane is going down, the oxygen mass drops. And what's the first thing they say to you? When the oxygen mass drops, make sure you put on your own before you attend to anyone else. Because if you go attending to anyone else, well, you're no good to anyone if you haven't got your own oxygen on because you're, you're dead. So that's why looking after yourself, putting yourself first is so, so important. So where that comes into relation with sleep is giving yourself that own time to switch off and giving yourself that own time to allow yourself to have enough hours to sleep. Like sleep wise, what we want to be looking at, they say roughly between six and a half to eight hours sleep. And again, that's going to be dependent in on the person of that. But what I've noticed from working with people and working with companies is a big, big thing is sleep quality is what we're not getting. Some of us may be getting the hours barely scratching the surface in, in terms of sleep that we need, but our quality sleep, our deep sleep is well, well down. And deep sleep is the most important thing because within this phase of our sleep, it's where our body actually fully recovers. And without it, we're not getting the full recovery of what our body needs. So in a ways, the sleep you're getting and you think is efficient is not efficient whatsoever. And a lot of the reasons this is affected is either because of certain things we're looking at before we go to bed or that's our phone social media tv laptop and we're not having a proper moment to switch our bodies off and that's affecting our circadian rhythm massively so for anyone doesn't know circadian rhythm like basically what you want to think of it's like your body clock it basically tells your body okay this is the time you're going to sleep this is the time you're going to get up and what happens is when we're looking at the likes of laptops, the likes of phones, TVs, blue light is emitted from these devices. And what happens is when the blue light hits our eyes, it's affecting our circadian rhythm, which in return will obviously affect our quality of sleep and our deep sleep as well. So that's why having a proper moment to switch off away from any electrical devices, you ha- it just has to be done. And 
again, even if it is, you find, oh, but I, you know, it actually find it, it actually rests me and relaxes me. Well, clearly it doesn't if it's going to affect your circadian rhythm or your deep sleep. And also, if you think of especially social media, if you're scrolling through and that, your brain's still active. Your brain's still trying to think and process what is going on and what you're actually absorbing. So that's why it's so important to have some pre-bed routine where that's getting into bed and doing a simple meditation thing for 10 to 15 minutes. Like That's a massive thing I start to do. I, I'll be 100% honest. I don't do it consistently enough. It's something that I know I need to drill more into me. But it is a good pre-bed routine to have that like you can literally sit there, simple app I use, or obviously Headspace is the one everyone knows. Really other good one I like to use is called Smile and Mind. It's been recommended by tons of psychologists and it's completely free as well. But basically you can do 10 minute meditations. It'll teach you how to do it if you are dreadful at it like I was at the start. But um, yeah, it's just a simple way of meditating that allow you to switch your body off, switch your mind off and allow you to get into a proper good quality deep sleep. So that's one simple way. Another one can be stretching. Another one can be listening to music. Uh, reading a book is another one there. Again, have some pre-bed routine that's going to allow you to have that time, have that moment to yourself to switch off, relax and unwind your body and brain. Because it is so, so important. Like sleep is the one moment our body gets to fully recover without distractions, without interruptions interruptions without the whole world going whatever is going on around us and that's why for me it is so so important because even with sleep as well if we're not getting the right quality of sleep it'll affect our hunger it'll affect our mood and again it's going to bring your stress levels up so really 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 be watching your quality of sleep so that's pretty much all of all the things that i want to run through today on on stress so as you can see there there's a lot of factors that are affecting here and there may be a lot of factors that may be affecting you at the moment with your stress levels there as well obviously the number one thing to do with stress is for me it's looking at right what's causing me the most stress at the moment is it a personal thing to do in your life or that's with family relationships work uh, any life thing that may be coming up if that is the case for me, it is all well and good using exercise, using nutrition. You do need to do these things alongside it. But the number one thing is addressing the issue. Do you know what I mean? It's it's, it's like having the car again without the engine. We can have the car, we can have all the accessories on it, but without the engine, we're not going to be able to move forward. And without that engine working optimally, we're not going to be able to go too far for too long. So that's why addressing the issue, addressing what's going on in your life is so, so, so important. And then obviously using the accessories in terms of nutrition, in terms of looking after your gut health, in terms of exercise, um, setting yourself goals within that as well. In terms of looking at your environment, sleep and obviously your perception of what actual stress is to yourself and what's going on in the world and how you perceive it and how you decide to react to that as well. And that's why for me it is so, so important using all these because as you can see from everything here, it's it's all interrelated it's all a chain work like that's why for me when we're working with clients when we're trying to help people become happier more self-confident have a better self-image it's it's so important to address the full around full around global because we can look at one part on the globe and we can address that but if we have to remember and we have to 
realize that all the globe is connected so without one the other is going to fail and the other is going to fail and the other might fail as well so that's why it's all supporting each other so for example there again like i said about sleep there a while ago if we're not getting the proper sleep my automatic like for example someone who wakes up in the morning didn't have a good night's sleep they wake up and think oh jesus i'm wrecked so straight away they start with a negative thought so that negative thought is then oh i'm wrecked jeez i have to go to work so they're in a bad state of of i suppose you could call it mental health they have a bad mindset at that moment in time so they're starting their day off on a negative note then they might decide oh do you know what? i'm not even that hungry come be arse eating breakfast again which may be fine that doesn't mean you have to eat breakfast but for someone who may have to eat breakfast because they're not going to eat for a long period during the day or they're not going to get the right nutrition in during that day that's then causing their nutrition to be affected so if their then nutrition is affected that's going to then affect their gut health like i spoke about if they haven't got the right energy from the nutrition well that might affect their training session they're going to have later on because they might think oh geez you know, i'm just so wrecked i won't bother training even though exercise gives us energy i won't bother training so you know what? i'll just skip it and just leave it so then it gets you further away from where you want to be from your goal and you can see just from not getting the right quality of sleep our day has actually turned into an absolute disaster so that's why for me, for everything you do, it's so, so important to be looking at the overall bigger picture and working all them little parts of the globe, as I was saying, they're all together because without one, the other is going to be affected. So look, that is pretty much all from me today on all things stress. If you have any questions on any of them at all, um, you can mess me on Facebook or Instagram at the DGPT. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much all. So again, if you enjoy this episode, please leave a review. If you're on iTunes podcast at the moment, just drop a review, leave a little comment if you can. And again, share this, take a screenshot, share it on your stories, tag me if you put it up and just try show this to, I suppose, as many people as you can as possible because Again, the whole goal of this podcast is to help people become more happier, more confident so they can get closer and reach their peak. And everyone at the end of the day needs a bit of help. Everyone needs a coach. Everyone needs a mentor. Everyone needs a guide. And the more people we can get this out to, the more people we can help. So thank you again for your time. Again, I'm at the DGPT Facebook and Instagram. Or you can drop me an email at dan at dgpt.ie. Thank you for listening and I will see you very soon for this next episode. Thank you.